and welcome to the Ox Unplugged. I'm going to sound different. I'm Jay Witt, by the way. And I am Miss Jay. Hello, hello. And I am Hillian. Uh, we met up mm-hmm. uh, and basically did a tour de France of the South, I guess. Um, tour de Georgia? Yeah. <laughs> um, of a sorts. Spoiler alert, we're still here. <laughs> we didn't get kicked out. No. I, even though the first time we went to the Waffle House, the guy was like, where are you from? <laughs> he just called me that, out immediately. Yes, that, that is very much a, a very southern thing when you, when you are obviously in a situation where you are meeting someone who is obviously not from, as we put it, round here. Um. It's it's a very common thing to say. Where are you from? If it isn't obvious, um, we, we don't mean it. <laughs> okay, let me rephrase it. We don't always mean it uh, in a negative light. Uh, there there have been times in the past, um, in a more un- it, unenlightened times. It's a more casual curiosity. Yes, just, yes. Now yeah. it's a more. It's, it's not more of a like. You're not from around here. We don't like out, outsiders. Now it's just more of a, yeah. To it's, be honest, I think they would have taken more offense if we said that we were from Georgia and we just never had grits before. <laughs> yes, that's true. That is true. Because yes, so. it was the moment being like, we haven't had grits before and they're trying to ask us how we wanted it that he gave us the weirdest <laughs> look ever like we were aliens. And that's when he tried to figure us out. <laughs> yeah. Because he wanted to know, did you want cheese in your grits? Did you not want cheese in your grits? Some people will have... Um, a little bit of milk or cream in their grits, just a little bit, uh, to make them sweet. Some people like sweet grits, so there's a couple of different ways. But um, speaking of which, what what was your general opinion of the much ballyhooed Waffle House experience? It's okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it, it's it's just basic diner fare. I find it. I find the back end stuff interesting because I've worked as a dishwasher in a bunch of different places, and. You normally don't want to show off your cooks mm-hmm. <laughs> because they are awful. They are brass and rude to everyone, which is part of the fun. But in Waffle House, it's front and center. Yes, it's dinner and a show of just watching the cooks be of like just going shooting back and forth exactly what every single order is. Yep. Yeah, the, the, it is central to the experience that the that the dining counter and stuff is built around the the, the cooking area. Yes. And apparently hard-coded into their buildings. Yes. Where you got to get exactly the same everything every time. Yes, they're all built exactly the same, same same size, same specifications for, you know, business reasons. Yeah. Um, but speaking of uh, grits, what was your consensus of grits? Boring. I would rather have rice. Okay, that's that's fair. I mean, it's... Yeah. it's, it's <laughs> there's a, I would argue there's a reason it didn't spread. Well, you know, grits in and of itself, as, as, as we discussed, it's the, it's not the grits. Grits is a filler. You have to dress grits up, you know, by... You have to put it in a little dress and you have to make it all, make it all, make it all pretty yeah, and ready to, for the fair. Yeah, you got to get grits ready to go out on the town, you know, but, you know, maybe put some bacon on it, you know, maybe... Just like um, when you're eating grits, you have to take it out of date first before you fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> With butter, you know, it requires butter and salt. And salt, butter and salt—that is acceptable. Mm, um, the food of the South: butter, salt, and sugar. And cinnamon. They've discovered cinnamon. Yes, we have discovered yeah. cinnamon. Yes. 
Yes, we we take every our flavoring in the South is butter, sugar, grease. Um, that's pretty much it. Meat. <laughs> yes, meat. We'll flavor meat. No, we deep fry. That's a flavor. Yeah, deep frying. <laughs> fat. Fat. Yes, lots yep. of fat. Um, but yeah, so you know, like I said, what, to be clear, it is delicious. And, but we also had a butter cobbler that we had like three bites of every one of us and went, that's enough for now. Yes, <laughs> okay. we, will, we will get to that. Um, but, oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoilers, yes, spoilers. Um, what, um, but what did I tell you when we were, right before we got out of the Waffle House? I said it's good, and then I, I stopped and I said, well... It's consistent. Yeah. It's, it's, they have consistent on their like labeling to be like, hey, check it out. Do you want food? Do you want to not be poisoned? Yes. Here you go. Yes. It's going to be good, fast. It's going to be it's going to be edible, fast, greasy diner food, and it's going to be the same edible, fast, greasy diner food every time, everywhere you go. And everyone will be almost polite. Effectively, po- the, the busy polite. Yes. Yes. I did never get my cup of decaf. Mm, that was brewing right outside. Yes, that's because at, at that time of night, nobody goes to Waffle House and orders decaf. And matter of fact, he even, it's like his, when I, because I had my first cup of coffee was just regular. And then because it was already like nine o'clock at night, I ordered a, a second cup, but I wanted decaf. And it, it's like his brain skipped, a, <laughs> skipped a, a, a gear for a second. He's like, oh, okay. And then he had to go make a thing of decaf. And then he just wandered off and completely <laughs> forgot to ever bring me any of the decaf. I still find the weirdest, the weirdest part of the fact that there was like no indications what was decaf and what wasn't. So there's some porcel out there who was like, oh, I really need a, a cup of coffee to keep me awake at night. And some poor, <laughs> some poor person got stuck with your decaf because according to you, the only difference tasting is that it might be a bit more acidic. Yeah, maybe. Maybe just a wee bit. <laughs> um, the lids were a slightly different color. They were not. They... I even looked through your glasses. There was no <laughs> difference in color. They were both black on both ends. I couldn't tell. There was like a um, second. I say were, both ends. I mean the other they coffee were, maker. They were brown. Slight brown. <laughs> it's enough that you can get used to it. Oh, sorry. A really dark orange. Oh, God. Not <laughs> this light spectrum conversation again. I get it. Or Brown is made from orange. Brown is orange. Brown is dark orange. <laughs> That's an actual true thing, by the way. Okay. Well, like, you, when you mix paints you, and stuff, it's a different thing. Light spectrum and yeah. paint. And Think of a rainbow. Ooh, that was mm-hmm. um, is where is brown? No, so that doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. You're right. Yes, I always thought brown was kind of like almost all the colors, but not quite. No, it's dark orange. If it's you... all the brown's all the colors if you're mixing it in paint. Yeah, paint is a different thing like than light. Light. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is why you can't get a brown light. You can only get an orange light, and you make it really dim. Okay. Yeah. That is just oh, how like well, now, yeah. now I was this many years old when I learned that orange is, or brown is just dark orange. Yep. Okay. Kind of like that, uh, the color of that uh, spoiled cheese food type stuff that I opened earlier today. It, it went from an, an mm. artificial orange to a very weird brown. Because <laughs> yeah. it expired over a year ago. Um, so then we've just been kind of hanging out. 
played some games. Played some awesome card games. Yeah, we're very happy with these things. Um, and there goes Bobo. Oh yes, yes, that's, yes, yes. The the oh, I need to tell tell everyone know. about how I have become Bobo's new best friend. Apparently, yes, you have sur- you have supplanted me as his best friend. It is my super secret power, which is I if I meet up with an animal long enough and I hang out with them long enough, I am now their favorite person. I am slightly mean, but very friendly to them. Like, I have very hard boundaries of, you're not going to bite me. That's enough. And then I love them. Yes, I, I have never... Granted, <laughs> I, I do not have many visitors to Casahalian outside of my kids. But I have never seen him warm up to, to two people faster than the two of you. <laughs> and you especially. Like yeah. you, you, you told me this before we got here. But it was uncanny that he just yeah. instantly liked you. And he's not the most... Love, he's not super affectionate lovey dovey. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he's nicknamed Bobo the Bitey for a reason. He has not bitten me today. <laughs> to, the qualifier yes. was today. Yes, because we've seen each other for three days. Mm-hmm. Bobo literally cried. The first night that we were here, because we went to go to sleep and close the door, and he was not happy. Yes, this is, which is totally <laughs> not him. He is, he is not a very vocal cat at all. But literally, when y'all went to bed and closed the door, he was walking around in the living room, crying out like, "Where did my new best friends go? Why? Why have you forsaken me?" It was shocking. <laughs> Because we heard it, we were like, oh, is something wrong? And Haley Ann just opens the door. This has never happened before. <laughs> it's just like, we're just like, oh, all right. <laughs> Close yeah, the door. We're going to bed now. <laughs> I was like, I was looking and I was like, dude, why are you not? I thought you were cool. Why are you being this way? <coughs> Excuse me. Very unusual. Uh, but yes, the, you met and have now, t- you know, befriended the, the Bobo. <laughs> Who is now your best friend? Who is going to be so mad at me tomorrow <laughs> yeah. when y'all are no longer here? And he's going to be wandering around calling for you and giving me the mean mug. Like, what did you do with my two best friends? <laughs> what did you do with the tall man in the, in the new toy that you brought in? I really liked that one. <laughs> yes. Now, let, let, let's, let's, let's go over that for just a second. Um, you know, we have... This is the first time we've ever physically been in the same space. But yeah. we've, of course, spent uncold hours in voice chat and even in some vi- in video chat. But I don't think that prepares you adequately for seeing you in person. Because, yes, the beard no, is... I f- no, I figured it was... For me, it was fine. It was nothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I, I am taller than everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you were short. Yes. Well, and, I, I mean, to be fair, I've never considered myself <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. tall. Um, yeah, so my brain went, oh, he's short. Okay, yeah, that's normal. Yeah. All right, cool. But then you, <laughs> He looks the same. Right. Because like, like the beard, okay, the beard I was mostly yeah. prepared for, for mm-hmm. this, this glorious yeah. thing. But then it's like, oh, like I, I see you walk up and then my eye has to, and I recognize <laughs> yeah. it was you and then my eye has to, uh, head has to adjust a little bit higher. Um, but there, there was my initial concern that you would fit in my car. Which I can live with, even if I don't. Yes. You saw my picture of in Delta, in Delta, yes. the Delta Airlines, where my knees, if I sat up straight, are directly up against the other seat. Meanwhile, I can fit a whole Miss J hand 
in between my knee and the back of the seat and still have a little bit of wiggle room. Which means I took over all of your feet space, like I always do. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty normal. It was also very funny when we met up because the moment that I was like, not only in like standing behind you two, walking to your car, but sitting in between, like in the back seat, because my hearing's bad, so I have to sit up weird. Sitting in the back seat, listening to you guys talk and chatter like a couple, and I went, <laughs> oh man, I literally warned them. I was like, hey, I know I, I don't know how much of a child I look like standing next to, to, to Jay, because I make him look like a 40-year-old man when I stand next to him. But uh, I'm going to definitely look like I'm a child with their two gay dads. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was our concern, that, that when we stopped for dinner, that it was either people would think you were our daughter or would think that we were two people trying to do human trafficking. Um, it was one or the other. But fortunately, nobody batted an eye because it was after dark at the Waffle House and you're used to seeing unusual things. Oh, okay. They just thought I was a lot lizard. Got it. <laughs> not these. <laughs> not, not what I'm not. I didn't say it. I'm not, saying you're, it. I'm not saying you're wrong. I, there were, we had a lot less tattoos than everyone else. So we were the good ones. Yes, that's true. We were very less less tatted up. We definitely we, we were one of the few people in there without tattoos on our faces. Mm. Yeah. Um but so yeah, was we had that was that was the night y'all got here. And then we I do have to say, watching you switch between a southern accent and a midwestern accent <laughs> in the middle of a conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Where because the uh, the server was use had an accent. And you, every time you responded, it was with a southern accent. Then you just turn over to me and be like, so what exactly would you like? And I was like, oh, okay. Yes. It's, and we, we talked about that when we were having lunch yesterday. Yeah. Um, that the, the South in particular, at least this part of the South, has become very um, much more cosmopolitan in that there's a lot of people that have are, that are no longer just from here for generation generation. There's been lots of people that have moved in from other places, and so the accents aren't have become more homogenized. But I still, when I when I get around my family, but definitely as you said, when I'm just talking to someone else who still has that thicker southern or even very much specifically Georgian accent. It just you fall into it. It's like it's like switching between languages. Yeah. Um, and in I, I don't even know it's happening. And yeah. I don't. And, and a lot of times I don't even hear it until later. Like if I'm editing an episode of the podcast and certain phrases and things I say, I'll hear it then, but mm -hmm. definitely not when I'm saying it. But yeah, I just find that funny how it's just an always just a because it's almost. You could look at someone and just speak to them initially with a southern accent just because, no, that's how you talk to them. Mm -hmm. And then you look over at me and I'm a big old white boy and it's like, oh, no, hang on. This is, this is we a can just do this. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's like, uh, okay, excuse me, I'm going to break from our conversation because I need to speak to one of my people in, in, in our language. 
and then I will return <laughs> it again, and, and so that we can conversate the, in a manner you can understand. I need the native tongue and dialect, otherwise they won't be able to understand me like SpongeBob at rock bottom. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. And I've had that with um, just people working uh, um, in the restaurants. They have spoken to you with a southern accent, and then right to me, they go went into a Midwest accent, just immediately without even thinking. And I'm like, oh, this is just how everyone does it now. Okay. Yep. You know, because I guess maybe it's okay to speak southern to each other, and but you know, we're, we're scared. No, we're going to either offend or not be understood speaking to to non yeah. <laughs> native southerners. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know. I'm not going to say that there's a stigma about people with hard southern accents, you know, being less intelligent than the average person. But, you know, it's a thing that's out there. Um, Speaking of lunch yesterday, we went uh, to a southern-style buffet. Um, In a retrofitted home. Yes, this was was an old, like, uh, plantation-style manor home that... Arches so everywhere, so many arches. Like I was, I could sit down and I could count five. Yes, at least arches and you know the big sprawling porch that wraps around. Yeah, and and so forth. The the uh, so we had the southern style buffet. Um, I had my first crawfish and it was very alien looking. And when I tried to. I butchered the things. I didn't know how to do it, but I crack when I tried cracking the first claw. It squirted its claw juice all in my face, and I just looked up after I had that moment of like, "Oh, that happened!" And didn't get my eye cool. And Haley just looks at me, just nods. He just goes, "Good job." And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, this is like him talking to his grandkid, being like, good job, kiddo, you did it.'" Well. T- t- <laughs> If I'm being totally honest, I didn't have a clue what you were doing either because I, like, literally as we were sitting there trying to figure out, because I'm not a big fish fan of crawfish either, so I've never been one who would eat them. Like, I literally had to reach out to Mad Ducks and be like, hey, we need to know right now, what is the proper technique for eating crawfish? Uh, unfortunately, he didn't respond until after, as we were leaving the restaurant. But Post-corpse butchering. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But, but it turns out you were more or less correct in knowing what to eat and more or less how to get to it. Yeah, basically bad, big, thick shrimp. Yeah. You crack in half and dispose of the majority of it and just eat a piece of it. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was very interesting that you kind of treat it like a frog. You only eat the legs, you eat nothing else. But instead, you just you heat, eat the arms, you heat, eat the tail... And you don't even pay attention to the abdomen upwards. I think you don't even... I think you eat the crabs only if you want to, from what I've gathered. Which is a, eh, if you want, otherwise you can ignore it. Like, you're just basically going for the tail. Yeah. That's where the good part is. Yeah, it's all the meat. Yeah, I think the worst part was the fact that, not when I stared at it, like, strain the phrase, but when I lifted it up a little bit, and I was like, alright, well it's time to crack this thing open, and I pushed... And I just started watching, like, its weird alien mouth, like, kind of crack open. And I was like, nope. Mm-hmm. Horror no, movie. You, you never, if you're eating something that still has its face on it, you never look at the face as you begin to eat it. That's that's extra, That's a no-no. Um, 
So we had, you know, there was a few different things on the menu that Peach were... Peach cobbler. Yes. It that, was so good. That was really good. But what was the th- one thing that really captured your imagination that you really was, was wonderful that we had there for the first time? It was that weird, I thought to me it tastes like pumpkin pie filling. The sweet potato mm. souffle. Yeah, yeah, sweet potato souffle. That was wonderful. I, the South is good at like three things, and they're really good at them. I'm sorry. No, no, yeah, please. I, I don't disagree with yeah, you. Meat and um, and your sides and your desserts. Yes. Like those are the big things, and I'm like, no, those are absolutely great. I'm sorry I don't like uh, the green. The mustard uh, greens were interesting, though. I, I didn't. They were sour. The collards, yeah. The collard greens. Yep. Yeah. There's just usually with with collards, you've got to eat them with a chow chow, which is kind of like a, a type of relish that you make um, that you can use on other vegetables, or you put like a hot sauce or like a vinegar sauce on it. Oh, um, that's what it needs. I mean, you can eat it with others just as is, but typically most people are going to season it. or some hot sauce. I've seen people just put straight hot sauce on their collards. There wasn't any hot sauce there. I wanted southern hot sauce, and there's I didn't find any. No. Well, it turns out we're not in the part of, of the South or Georgia that you go for heat. Yeah. No, no. We, we don't do heat very well. We do sweet very well. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. And butter. Oh, God. So oh. much butter. I know I'm jumping ahead, but that whatever that white sauce was that the, we had. The that, gravy or the for the hot sauce? The... Um, the like horseradish the, the white, the white ranch sauce. tasting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. But it was very specific on what it worked on. Yes. yes. Not on everything. Um I know I jumped a day ahead, but because we're talking about sauces. No, absolutely. Stream of consciousness. <laughs> yep. Um we're gonna Tarantino movie this one. Uh, we're gonna just we're gonna it. go food first, then right. everything else. Yeah. <laughs> the important thing first. Exactly. <laughs> and when we do like transitions, we're gonna change how we go like from the hateful eight, how we do chapters to how we do like a halftime. And then when you think it's just about over, you see this Inter- last thing, mm-hmm. and you just hear the one guy in the crowd go, "Oh, there's more." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, this podcast will have an intermission. <laughs> It's just eating butter. <laughs> eating, eating the... Uh, what? Having that the dessert beach. that's just a peach cobbler without the peach or yeah. butter. <laughs> yes. Butter cobbler. Yes, you take out the peaches and you just... You know, how, how can we make this less healthy? Let's remove the fruit and add more sugar and butter. And that's all it is. It's just cake and butter. Um, but you don't deep fry butter, apparently. Not really a thing. I mean, I'm sure if you went to the state fair down in, in Perry... Um, I don't think state fairs make real food. I think they make gimmick food. I agree with you. And because we get um, uh, we get uh, deep fried Oreos here, uh, well, up in Michigan, and it's like, yeah, these are bad. You're only buying them to try them. That's it. Yeah, it's and not something it, I think you like be making at home. Yeah, no. It's when you want something sweet, chocolate, and warm, but isn't gonna just like melt everywhere immediately. It satisfied the itch when I had it, but I definitely didn't finish it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason why we're not always making funnel cakes at home. It's that's a fair thing. Yeah. Um, we have elephant ears. Oh man. We have delicious elephant ears. What's the difference between that and just a funnel cake? Uh, the seasoning on top. Okay. Because the just funnel like the shape uh, thing too. Because like if I remember right, funnel cakes you just kind of like yeah, it's just kind of like a, a weird. But yeah. elephant ear, it's just one. 
It's a big patty. Piece, and then okay. you just smother that bitch in butter, butter and cinnamon sugar. Okay. Yeah. I'm down. I could be down for that. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a pile of grease. Yes. That's it. Well, it sounds like something. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like sounds like for something we'd be definitely would be into. Sounds like you guys stole something from us. <laughs> can you can you put butter on it? If you can put, if you can put butter on it, then I think we would have a hit. Um, I'm thinking of like uh, a new Elephant Ears franchise all across the South. Oh yeah, no, that would probably yeah. work. Um, I still want to try deep fried um, sourdough. Ooh. Right. That's apparently an East African thing. And I'm like, why don't we have this here? That what? sounds yeah, you, intriguing. Yeah, so you just get sourdough uh, dough and you just deep fry it. And that's it. You call it a day. Huh. Yeah. Who came up with that? It's East Africa. Somewhere in one of the countries there. Ooh. Imagine that yeah. with like a little bit of Ethi- some Ethiopian veg. Mm. Okay, now, we're, now yeah. we're, we're getting into another food cast. <laughs> is, that, is that not what we were for 20 minutes? Yes, well, that's a very specific food cast. Well, to be fair, most of what we've done since we've been down here to hang out is chill, do our own thing, eat food, and game. <laughs> sounds it's like a fantastic weekend. <laughs> I mean, it's weekend it's been very fantastic but let's not let's, let's not kid ourselves yeah. no. we did not come down here to do exercise I mean, no we came down here for food and fun yes I will say still one of the staggering things that threw me off so hard and that I've been slightly noticing despite the fact that Sunday outside everywhere we've been in here I thought it was just you being like oh I'm just very hot blood and I need to keep it cold it's 65 in here but even like the restaurants that we've been at it's also been kept down, like, pretty far below 70. I'm like, no wonder why it feels more like fall when you look outside it's fall. Because it's fall temperatures inside and nice weather outside. So, see, you, you call that nice weather, right? See, growing up here... You live in a place that's supposed to get stupidly hot. How is exactly. 70 not cool to you? Because it's still hot. <laughs> like, this is, this, this is fall. This is when it should, it should not be in the 70s outside right now. Normal temperature should be getting up maybe in the mid mid to low 60s, and here it's been getting up into the 70s uh, during the day at this time of year. You know, just to to, to you know a week before Thanksgiving, so it's it's not entirely normal for us. But we don't like the heat in the South. We like to be cold, which is why we're always so miserable during the summer. <laughs> and you're just eating up every AC, just <laughs> drinking Freon. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we you know we don't like the heat. We just hate the snow more. <laughs> right. <laughs> we want the we want to be freezing, but we don't want to have the white stuff that comes with it. So it's kind of like the reverse. Like a lot of people in the uh, up in the north, from we'll what I understand, we'll be damned if we go to, back to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> we hey, we don't claim. Most of us do not claim European ancestry. We just try to pretend that we just sprung up from the dread clay. Um, By the way, it is 51 degrees in my hometown right now. That's fantastic. Yes. It is. Today is nice and comfortable. It is only 66 here. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, and yesterday it was just 70. <laughs> with, with your fallen leaves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you look outside and if you were to look it would think like oh shoot it's like it's gonna be nice and crisp there's gonna be a slight breeze in the air there's leaves that falling everywhere and then you walk outside and it's like whoo i'm gonna have to take this uh top layer off this yeah. is warm direct sunlight with no clouds <laughs> no clouds 
Uh. Almost no breeze. Mm-hmm. But the... Uh, I do have another comment about the, the trees, though. Yes. The, so, you have really large trees. Mm-hmm. At, we're in America, that happens. But all of your large trees are actually near population centers. Mm-hmm. Are all of our... We have clear-cut the fuck out of Michigan, except for where people don't live. <laughs> and that's where the old growth is. That is away from everyone else. But you have old growth everywhere. And it's just interesting to me how it's like, no, here's a 300-foot tree. It's next to the road. Don't worry about it. You know why that is? You well, know why we have so many large trees where we still live? What are, what are trees provide in the summer? Shade. Is it Shade. really? Yes. Yeah, but you realize, like, if this that giant chungus of a tree behind my house, when I eventually cut that down, my electrical bill is going to go up by 30% in the summer. Ooh. Easily. Oh. Because of all the shade that it provides. But that's that's one of the reasons why you would see all these um, old plantation homes and manor homes and stuff with these giant oak trees all around them and giant magnolia trees and stuff because in the summer they did provide shade. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And that's why people are more cool with that one tree having its own ownership of itself. Yes. And then passing it down to its son because well now it's a now it's a, a tourist trap. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a thing. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, um, I brought you some food. Oh yes, yes. please talk about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fantastic. <laughs> yes, let's talk about more food. This is. Yep. Uh, Food talk. This isn't yes. much a travel log. It's a food log. So I brought kimchi pancakes, which are probably translated badly. Yes. I, uh, it's not really pancake. It's, no. it's more of a... It, you make a... You take... You buy pre-bought flour with uh, some onion and garlic in it. And you just throw in whatever veggies that you have. Um, then you add water until it becomes a nice slurry. And you just pan fry it. It sucks up every drop of oil that you can find, mm-hmm. and it's delicious. Yes, it's, it's it's not cakey like a pancake. It's more of a crispy like a like a fritter type. Um, you cut up some green onions to have in the one yeah, we ate, which just because just because what you had, that's what we had, it was, then, which is delicious. Yeah. Uh, then we threw in some kimchi, which your kimchi is weak. <laughs> it's it's Costco kimchi. Okay. <laughs> it's it's white people kimchi, um, but it was it was okay. Um, and the kimchi, I mean, yeah, the kim- it, it, yeah. it all worked. Yeah. I liked it better with a little sour cream on it. It should have a dipping sauce. Yes. Um, some people go with some soy sauce and some sort of soy vinegar. Um, or you go with the more chili-based sort of thing if you want a spicier version. Ooh, we could have put yeah. some. We could have sprinkled some of the chili flakes yeah. in there. That would have been good. Gochugaru would have been great on yeah. it. Um, but that was good, although there was some... You snacked on it the entire yeah. time. I did. Cooking, <laughs> I did. Which but, is fine. No, I but, don't, yeah. but it was during the it was the pre and during cooking process that I was getting very heavily judged for not having an, an actual like frying pan. Just a straight up pan. Just a straight up pan. <laughs> yeah. I, had a, I mean, I had a tiny pan, but, which would have worked, but you didn't want to give that to me for whatever reason. <laughs> well, I was thinking you were cooking something big. Like I wasn't yeah. thinking like you could cook multiple of like yeah, small could... ones. That would have made more sense. <laughs> what we la- what we were having was a failure of communication <laughs> through, through, through language. You said pan, and in my head, I had a picture, and, and it wasn't matching the. <laughs> And you just have a failure of having just a regular size frying pan. Yeah. Just a 12-inch pan. Okay. You know, I don't cook a lot of... I don't do a... I, you don't, you do don't a fry? Yeah. Look, look, I, I... 
Both my, all my grandparents are dead, so they can't hear me say this, but no, I don't fry that much. Um, if I do, it's usually in the air fryer. Um, that is most of our meals, is just a pan, and you just throw some stuff together and you make it nice. I love how you whispered that you air fry everything. Like, it was the most blasphemous thing you could ever say. You just curse gen- your past generations and your future generations. It's just an oven. You don't need to be ashamed of an <laughs> oven with a fan. Look, he's from the South, and that's like a bitch slap to the face. Yeah, air you, fry. Yeah, you've got to put that shit in some vegetable oil, or, maybe, or if it's a turkey, peanut oil, if you're going to cook it. Uh, but no, I actually have converted, believe it or not, my mother into using an air fryer uh, for certain things. Um, she still thinks that you have to, after you, she's, I've got her converted to the Keurig, but she still thinks that you have to, once you pop that uh, pot out, that you have to set it to the side on a paper towel to let it uh, cool down because it might set her, her uh, garbage on fire. Mm. Has she touched it? Yes. Is it hot? Yeah, but it's oh. not like, it's not combust, mm. pl- combust paper it's... on contact hot. Oh, it's boiling hot. Yeah, it's not that even that hot. It's oh. just my mother's insane. Oh, okay. Yeah. I understand if like she put it on a paper towel so it doesn't drip. No, it's, not, yeah. it's not not like, literally it's like don't you throw that in the pit in the trash, you might catch it on fire. That's exactly her <laughs> wow. position. Yeah. Um, but that was good. Then we grilled some uh, thick steaks. Thick. Unbelievable. You were like, yeah, it's about an inch and it's like two inches. It's two thick. inches yeah. thick. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, those were some Big ass ribeyes that none of at that point because of how much we had consumed for lunch I don't think in I don't think mm. any of us was in any way shape or form physically capable of entirely consuming. I no, probably but could dear have, God, but I, did I try? <laughs> <laughs> you two also had an egg. That's true. And I, oh yeah, I got to finally show somebody how to shuck an egg, and it made me so happy. <laughs> yes, and it was very impressive. It's I was very, most impressed. It's, it's a very quick method that mm-hmm. she loves doing, so I'm not going to bother her with it. Yep. Uh, it involves taking a spoon, spinning the egg, and you just kind of crack it along its axis, and then you use the tip of the spoon. You kind of just wedge it up in there under the thing, and you just kind of kind of work it around, work it around, work it around until you basically pop the cap off one side, and then you use the other side to do the other thing. It was very impressive. Yeah, you get the spoon underneath the, the membrane after you crack it along the middle. And then you, yeah, you just literally spin it and you move the, sh- the spoon while you spin it and then you just shuck the top off. But the big thing about cracking the, as Alien said, the axis or like the, the round part of the egg is that you have to do it light enough. You, you can't just like smash it to make it fast because then you're going to mess up your egg. You have to like lightly tap and just keep turning until that middle part of the egg just breaks enough. And then if you're like, no, it's not broken enough, you can just keep going. Oh no, my phone. I'm sorry, it's calling my sister. <laughs> That's been bound to happen eventually. Oh yeah. No, there's a reason why I'm like, oh, I mean, I think I was in airplane mode for a second. I was like, nope, I'm done. Nobody calls me anyway. Except for today. <laughs> today. We, were, we were driving around after lunch and my, uh, my daughter was putting my granddaughter down for a nap. And she didn't want to go to a nap, so she asked to call Grandpa. So mm-hmm. I got to FaceTime with my granddaughter for a little bit as a way, as a means of her doing an end around for not going to uh, not going to, to nap. Um, but after dinner last night, we stayed up. Well, for me, it was late. Um, I went to bed on normal time for the weekend. Uh, but we we played yes. the fuck out of some board games. Yes, we did. Yeah. <laughs> and, and 
the the what was the the crew? Yeah, yep, skull, the crew. the crew, and point salad. Point salad. Yes, and point salad. I think that's one of those games you could play for a thousand years and try all different days. I don't know that you'd ever necessarily master it. You could you, master it in like three hundred hours. I'd but say you, you. But you could play it. There's so many different methods you could use. The crew, which was the one that I found the most enjoyable, once I rewired my brain, because it's essentially like playing, it's, it's kind of like playing it, hearts or spades or uh, to an effect, but you're but instead of being against the other players, it's co-op. It's co-op. The entire group is playing together to accomplish something, which... You're trying to like send specific cards to specific people. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a constant game of... You better now fucking play. If there's a 25% chance, we're just fucked. Yes, the whole, yes if, I, if you choose the wrong card to throw, uh. which you're not allowed to... Well, even though we talked a little bit yeah. out, of, out of turn the way we, because we were just having fun. But you, you could very easily screw the entire group by throwing the wrong card at the wrong time. And you and it could happen from like almost right. the, from oh, the yeah. very first. Yep. Or just a place of ignorance. Of just being like, I, how could I have known this? Yes. Yeah, how could I have known that? The one color out of the four colors that I had would be the immediate game over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I was like, because I was sitting there, I'm like, there's a three out of four chance we're going to just be fine, but otherwise we're dead. Yep. No no questions, we're dead. Oh, well. So you're staring at that person while they're trying to pick out the card, and you're just trying in your head, trying to mentally project to them <laughs> any color than the one that, the, the, the one that you need them to throw. Uh, Meanwhile, my head's just full of tin <coughs> oil and all those thoughts bounce off. <laughs> Uh, that was that was a really good time. Uh, we played that for a solid two hours or so yeah. minimum. We were we just... got stuck on like the the last mission that we did and finally completed. We got we were stuck on that for like almost an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we moved to Point Salad, and I made and I basically won that game by collecting nothing but tomatoes. Yes, with a like a record <laughs> high score. Like that was insane. Yeah, it was very high. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> um, and Skull was... Skull, Skull is poker distilled. Yes, it's mm. basically entirely guess... Screw your neighbor yes. or try and gamble. Like, yeah, push your luck. It, yeah, it's, it's gambling with a bit of bluffing, but bluffing with skill. Like, yeah. by knowing what cards you have... What cards? It's only it's one in four. You only have four yeah. cards. So it's kind of knowing what cards you have by what's happened previously. What cards most likely the opponents have? Who feels like a jerk? Yeah, there's that yeah. too. Um, so that was interesting. I didn't I didn't win a single hand of that, but I think that's just because we hadn't played enough for me to really start to kind of wrap my head around the strategy of it. But that's oh. but that's a fun game. Also, you have to be aggressive. You have to know when to be aggressive and when to be passive. Yes, and the, that's hard. Unlike the crew. I think Skull would be a great game to play when you're drinking with friends. Oh, that yes. could be fantastic. You could not do that with the crew because it's going to devolve very into somebody getting a little bit too tipsy and blowing the game every single time. Gerald, That's... stop telling me what's in your hand. <laughs> I could see that, or I could also see if everyone because that sounds more like a you thing where. We're trying to win. Come on, let's go get this. And someone in the back is having fun. But if everyone's having fun on the crew, that's true. Then it would work out. I, I, the, the hard part about the crew is I had to. 
every time I would. <laughs> you were like, oh, I can win this hand. Yes, I can win this hand. I, yeah, yeah, I would get back. Like I was, like I would get into it after, like, like after, like after, halfway through the first hand, I started to catch it. And by the yeah. time we played two or three, I really had a good grasp on how the game worked. But then something would happen. I'd step away to the restroom. I'd go get a drink, and I'd sit back down. And it's like my brain had wiped, and like I instantly just start going back to playing spades and just trying to win every trick. It's like, oh wait a minute, no, 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 that's right. I'm I'm trying to help us, not yeah. just me. Yeah. Um, but that 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 was a lot of fun. I, I like I told y'all last night. Since I don't have a lot of company, and I, I don't socialize in person very much, I haven't had a chance really to play a lot of board games and stuff like that, except for with my kids, and they've gotten to the age where they don't want to play with the old man anymore. <laughs> unless they were, unless they're going to play some fun new board games. That could that, be. That that's means, why I was like, you might be. Yeah, you might I, be interested. I, I'm I'm gonna look particularly <laughs> point salad. Oh yeah, yes. I think point salad. I think that could be something that I could get them to into if I can get them to put their phones down. Yeah. Also, you have to accept the fact that it's stupid. Oh, yeah. that's really stupid. But that's part of the fun. Like, yeah. It just, it's the be like, point. get the fuck out of my carrots. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, getting all of the carrots. Yeah, oh, I'm the onion king. Baby. <laughs> yeah. um, and this is the part where we put a loud warning because that spikes so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gonna be Maestro's problem. Oh no, I'm gonna. Prob- this is gonna get run through a compressor like. 30 times just be like no we're gonna normalize the fuck out of this thing it's one bar now <laughs> it's gonna be so sanitized yeah uh, but just the- evolves into just like typing out the whole script and sending it through an AI just to talk to text to speech <laughs> that you know what that's not actually that it would be, be a terrible idea because you wouldn't know who's talking no let's say it would be fun like let's just like we create like just like a little like a little Beginning, like a little five-minute conversation, where we each we each create an AI chatbot of our voices, and see if we can and see how close to it we can get. Because that one that we used for Crispy's uh, or that Maestro used for Crispy's campaign ad was uncanny. It's really good. Apparently, it doesn't work well with accents. You have to have a flat accent for that thing to work. Oh, so then I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that was that was fun. Oh, oh, and yesterday morning, um, because Jay has to sleep twelve hours, I got a he, solid eleven, 11 hours. Eleven hours yes. of sleep. He's like a mushroom. So, Miss um, Jay and I were were up earlier that morning, so we were sitting around with not a lot else to do, and the subject came to YouTube, and so then I inflicted my old man YouTube affinities. Afflicted. <laughs> Do the little finger thing. Uh, but uh, did you really add that to one of your? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. I like as we were watching the first video, I was like, what, ah, type, what type of video was it? Oh, uh, so it was like a ASMR, um, like cabin in the woods building video. Yeah. It was one of those ones where it's like it takes you back to your childhood and you're like, ah, oh, man, that man's doing what my childhood dream was at the time of basically going, F the society, F, F everything. I'm going out to the woods. I'm going to make my own fort. I'm going to live by my own rules and live off the land and it's going to be awesome. Just like all the characters in the books that I grew up reading. Yeah. And then as you get older and as an adult, you're like, there's no way you could do that. And you go, ah. This man is living that dream. <laughs> and there's no talking. 20, 20 to 30 minute videos and there's no talking. It's just 
AMSR of the of nature sounds, sawing, uh, nailing, you know, For what like have you. background, like acoustic music. It was very relaxing, and that's going to be my new nighttime routine. Mm. <laughs> I just go to sleep. I crash really effectively. Yes, which we, we've discussed this. <laughs> that you, 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 that, um, knowing, what fla- what, knowing what flavors are working together or how to get flavors together mm. and sleeping. Those are your, two of your super... Oh, and, and animals. And I, animals. I don't know how I'm so good with animals. Apparently, I'm just relaxed enough around them. I think it's something about you being such so singularly... <laughs> I mean this as a, as a, I mean this completely as a com- compliment. You are both an incredibly complex individual, but at the same time very singular <laughs> yeah. in, in, in simple in what you are very not basic isn't the word, but that's just yeah yeah, I am real straightforward, but like I'm not always in the, the normal straightforward right. I have really specific and defined like, well actually, I actually just really enjoy this thing for no reason. Um, you have very defined lanes. They're, yeah. they're, they might be different from everyone else's, but they're very defined. Meanwhile, I'm just in a car, and then I just turn off at Albuquerque and just crash off the highway. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll say this. My lanes get very weird very fast. Yeah. But not weird like... We not, Come on, we not, introduced you to such weird music this oh, morning. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> weird is not the word I would use. Brilliantly... <laughs> Brilliant and fantastically unusual is what I would do. Like what, what the the one where someone took the guy took like a mu essentially the music scoring styling of John Williams with just just the vocals, no other music, just the vocals from YMCA. And when you when you put those two together, you, you've got this man yelling very you know. Emphatically, emphatically, like with 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 much emotion, with this soft rising, you know, uh, orchestrated music, and then when it reaches more of a crescendo after about thirty to forty seconds in, it completely changes the emotion of the song, and it starts deep welling. Yes, I I pointed out to Hanley and kind of seems like this does a mix, and he hadn't heard like that deep welling part yet, and I was like, no, and I was like. It translates to me with that background music, and it's like it, it went from like excitement originally to you listen to the lyrics and the way he's singing it. It sounds like he's screaming in desperation with that last bit of hope. And then Haleon stood there for a moment, and that's when that welling happened. He's like, Oh my god, you're right. I'm like, It's so sad. Yes, like it, you cannot unhear it once you do. Like, and it, it is such a powerful emotional reaction that you start hearing it in his voice, which is if you've ever heard the song before, is not at all. It's, it's not the vibe. No, yeah. it's a completely different vibe, but just by changing the music under it, even though everything about the voice, the, the tone, everything about the, the vocal was identical, mm-hmm. you completely change the vibe, and it is heartbreaking <laughs> to hear it like that, because just like you said, it's like this is a guy screaming to the void in, in, in desperation and loss and, and almost in like, you know... Near mourning, basically. Yes, yeah. it's like, it's like he, he's just expressing, you know, his. Please come down to the YMCA. Yes, please, please, please come. Down. Like, it's almost like pull all me the... out of this rut that I'm stuck in. Yeah, it, it, if anything, it's almost like the lyrics are like being deep satire, or like he's being deeply ironic. Yeah. Like it's fun to stay at the YMCA when it's really like it's you know the YMCA is just four letters that actually spell hell and in the wrong. <laughs> Yeah. For the record, 
This is Time by Neil... Oh, I can't pronounce his last name. Sisigura? C-I-C-I-E-R-E-G-A. Siserga. Sure. Maybe. Siserga. Yeah, yeah. That's something. It's Neil. It's C- 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 Neil C-I-C-I-E-R-G-A. Yep. Um, and, and you played me several pieces by him. And this man is talented. We showed I, him Bustin. Yeah, Bustin makes you feel good. Uh, what was the other one? Um, oh, two uh, trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. Yeah. Which, but that to me, that, that I didn't don't think Kayla and I heard that one though. No, I just. But it didn't. That one didn't. It was that the, didn't uh, get to you. Uh, three hundred megabytes. Three hundred megabytes. That was. <laughs> yes. This man has a skill of being able to know how to take certain bits and pieces of sound. And audio and music and just I don't know how many um, layers that he's he's using but man he is really good at it just throwing stuff together and making it and completely oh the um, the Tim Allen one yeah. oh yeah uh, annoyed grunt annoyed grunt <laughs> yeah that one was very good it was it's that's the thing about his music is you have to accept the fact that it's a it's weird and B you're going to be slightly challenged. Not in like a bad way, but like you're gonna be thrown so many balls, you're gonna miss a bunch of them. Yeah, and you just need to accept that. And and especially with that one, it starts out as one thing, and then he just keeps throwing in a, di- a different drop where it tr- where it changes and twists, and it and it reformats everything yeah, it, basically. But but it's still the same yeah song. And it's still the same theme, but he, he's thrown in something new. Um, yes, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, wasn't it? we watched his two videos where he makes where he makes fun of Lord of the Rings and Star Wars <laughs> by the retelling of like this is what it's about. Yes, it's so it, only he he misnames everything, um, but to a degree that it fits. So yeah, well. like it's like the name is something. It's either something familiar that starts with the same letter or vaguely sounds the same. But it, or it's just flat out a weird description of, of what that character is, and it's funny. Or what you're looking at right at that moment. But the but the Lord of the Rings one was so hilarious because every time, because it's you know it's a long saga, mm. so every time he's describing a new scene with with characters we've seen before, he calls them by a different name every <laughs> single time. So it's like they're never the same name every time. Oh, that was funny. It he's was. a really funny guy. Um, you stop talking my hand by my mouth. Is there anything else that we have done? I'm trying to think of anything else. and I'm... Well, I, I could bring up the fact that we were talking how differently like conversing in front of a mic is between, versus like having a natural conversation. And all the crazy conversations that we had <laughs> last night that nobody would believe that just randomly and organically came up. Yes. <laughs> My face hurt when we went to bed <laughs> from laughing. You, you had hand-on-belly laugh. Yes. As opposed to hand-on-belly from this yeah. afternoon. We're like, oh my God, I think my, my... Oh my, I don't fit in my car the same because I ate too much. The uh, southern way of living finally hit Haley on uh, that moment. I'm too old to eat like I used to. Uh, but yeah, there was... There was never... Because we had spent so much time in video chat and talking there was no weirdness about meeting yeah. a person mm-hmm. other than just the fact that oh i'm really tall you're very tall yes. they're very here you're actually yeah. in physical proximity to each of each other 
Um, um, you compared us to like, I know you compared us to uh, R2D2 and 3CPO for our understanding, but yes. then you're like, they're <laughs> yes. based off of like these two. Yes, like Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and Costello, you have the, the, which is the old vaudeville thing of the very tall person with the with the partner who was significantly shorter than them. That was the, there was the comedy that would be played off by that. And that's a pretty accurate like size description. <laughs> <laughs> But then uh, we made uh, oh for for lunch today, there there was a request to try to have some legitimate barbecue. Yeah, because um, we do have barbecue up north, but it's not proper barbecue, as pr- someone would probably say. I imagine closest yeah. thing to barbecue we have is pulled is pulled pork, steak, and um, we don't have barbecue chicken. Not no, a thing. it's not a thing. No, yeah. that's that's really something we do a lot of in the South. We do a lot more barbecue chicken. We we when we barbecue, we typically do chicken and pork products. We don't do beef as much. We don't do as many briskets. We definitely don't do really beef ribs. Beef ribs is definitely more of a, a more uh, Texas Texas type yeah. thing. Um, I think we do beef ribs though. Um. Because I was gonna say ribs was the other was the other thing that we do for we eat pork here. ribs. Pork oh, ribs okay. are the big thing, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, I vastly prefer pork ribs to beef ribs, although a well done beef rib is good. We do we do decent amount of pork belly as well, um, but it's it's mainly chicken, pork, that kind of thing. What we do very well that I think might be better sausages. Yes, we don't. Yes. We we yeah. we have. You have gotten a single sausage. Yes, kibasa. Yeah, yeah. We, we take a kibasa. Yeah. We don't do as many of the of the sausages. Where that's definitely a more. Yeah, more that's thing. much more of our thing of just different I, flavors and different types. I also didn't think of that. I can't. Yeah. I I can't like really risk trying sausages because I have an allergy to fennel, and that's in like the majority of sausage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, the we absolutely play more on the sausage, even brats. Yeah. We yes. Oh, so good. oh yeah. That but I would say that's more that is more of a midwestern thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um but to, but the, the the restaurant that we went to today we had you and I had brisket. Yep. Actually uh Miss J and I split our our burgers right, in y'all half. T- y'all... Yeah, just cuz yeah, it seemed easier. Um and and we both agreed it was meh. Yeah. It wasn't I, great. If I if it was handed to me, I would happily eat it. Yeah. If it if I had the choice, I wouldn't eat it. If there are probably better options. Yeah. It, it was. It Middle wasn't. Th- it wasn't their best effort. Yep. Um, but we also got to try new things too. Like I got we got to try hash, and I didn't know that was actually a thing. And then after trying it and hearing the name, I went, "Oh, now I know." What can of who hashes in the, how the Grinch stole Christmas? I thought that was just like compl- that hash was just a completely made up thing, and I was just like, yeah, I was like, oh, it's just like imaginary food because it's a it's a show, it's a story. It's like, no, hash is real. Yeah. <laughs> the butter cobbler, yes, because I think it was you who or something or like the co- the lady who was running the register called it. Um, yum yum, yum yum, right? Yeah. Which I'm not sure exactly what it is, <laughs> but there are versions of it that I have had in the past, or versions of something like it that it's called like a uh, a butter cake or a chess cake, 
but essentially it's like like you said it's like peach cobbler but instead of peaches we just put more, more butter carper. and more. more sugar and it's all bread yeah <laughs> and it is insanely sweet and rich yeah and none of us could have more than two bites because yeah. it was that like it was delicious and i could have I, and like my body desperately wanted to keep eating it or like my taste buds did um but my 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 heart I, and my kidneys were telling me no i felt okay after i ate a salad <laughs> you did not eat the salad. Garnish. There was we we ordered some. What were those things called? They were uh, they were like, like an egg roll with like meat it and macaroni. It was a, yeah. It was like a, a it was like an egg roll, but inside of it it it's was brisket, mac, and, mac brisket and, and mac and cheese. Yes. Yeah. Um, but underneath it came a like as a garnish of like. I think it was like arugula. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Jay had to eat some of that in order to like. His body not to shut down from from pure meat and and uh, grease. I also drank an entire uh, bot or an entire cup of sweet tea. Okay, <laughs> that hurt my teeth. That was not sweet tea. <laughs> that was liquid sugar with some tea aftertaste. You know, I grew up drinking sweet tea my entire life. That was too, that was beyond anything. I, like, I generally, if I'm gonna get sweet tea at a restaurant, I'm gonna cut it half with unsweet, half with sweet to begin with. Mm-hmm. I had to cut that to a third sweet and the rest unsweet, and it was still too potent. That was insane. Yeah, um, we all came back and we're like, we have to brush our teeth. Yes, all yes. yes, and like, and I can't stand. There's like a weird for me. There's a weird aftertaste in tea that's just like bitter and it's just unbearable. And uh, so I went to cut it with like a little bit of the lemonade just to get the the aftertaste out to cut it with the lemon. I filled it up a little bit too much, but I drank it. I was like, oh, their lemonade isn't lemonade. It's like lemon-flavored Kool-Aid. Yes. It's, it's, <laughs> well, yeah, our, our lemonade is more like sugar water with a lemon after flavor. Yeah. 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 Um, we all got to try the Alabama white sauce. Um, Which was very good, but you need... It's a specific thing. Right. It, it would not work... I don't think it would work that good on most meats um yeah you don't want to put that on a brisket yeah but although it was pretty good it was good on the egg rolls despite them having brisket but i think that's because it was balanced by the the yeah because the the crispy of the outside you had had a crispy outside which didn't have a lot of flavor but like slightly breadish and then you had meat flavor and then uh macaroni yeah and that needed an extra thing it needed a little bit of kick it needed some spice it needed like Mustard could also have yeah, worked. They could, that, that yeah. little bit of a sour, yeah. tart taste to it. Yeah. Which, yeah, that was good. But uh, but it was like you said, it was not. It was very specific. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that was. It's pretty much a, an adventure in eating lots of terrible things. I mean, delicious, <laughs> delicious, but, but terrible for us. Um, How are your doctors? <laughs> Are they just sad all the time? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're just like, uh, I mean, there's a reason why diabetes is an epidemic through the South. I mean, it, it's just, we have horrible eating habits. Um, yeah. Yeah. You don't see many Southerners live to great old age. Not, not, not the, at least not ones that have incredibly lucky genetics. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? What did we say? Our 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 spicing spices are 
Sh- sugar, sugar, butter, and grease. Yes. That's pretty much our three spices. Yeah. For the record, Midwest is like ranch, uh, probably also butter, and I don't know what our, what our third one would be. Yeah, I don't. Because it's... We do shove ranch on everything. That is our jam. It's we, not like we don't do sweet, but I, you know what? It's probably meat. It's probably just yeah. meat and cheese. Yeah. Cheese. Yeah. Like, we're not Wisconsiners, and Wisconsiners would probably, mm. like, fight us really hard. <laughs> it's like, yeah, one of our flavors is cheese. But, uh... No, we have cheese hot dogs. Ugh. It's, it's decent. We had, you had a cheese brat, and you were like, this is amazing. Yeah, but, like... No, we do kind of put cheese in a lot of things. Yeah, I, we but, didn't have a single thing with cheese except for mac and cheese. I didn't see anything. Yeah, we don't do cheese as much. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. No, I, I will say that, like, where we're in, though, too, is, like, really diverse. And we're getting, like, new stuff in all the time from different areas. Like, there's a, what was it, a Pakistan restaurant that just recently opened up around us? I can't remember. Mm, there's a Nepal place that I want to go to. That might be what I'm thinking of. Ooh, there's yeah. a lot of yeah. There's a lot of places that start opening up. Still taste, waiting on that taste new hot, hot place. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Uh, there are, then Google Maps labeled it Indian, and I'm like, I don't think that's true. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's a very distinct yeah. difference, I think. Mm. Well, so being that this was both of your first, Excuse you know, foray to the southern U.S., do you have any specific takeaways from of your experience? Even though we spent most of it either eating at a <laughs> restaurant or just here at my house. Very welcoming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah friendly. Yes. Atlanta traffic sucks. Yes. That <laughs> oh, was yeah, a... the crazy driving. <laughs> yeah, the driving was terrifying for me. Oh, um, mine or just everybody? Everyone's. Everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. That's like three accidents that's, that's in an hour. That's entirely fair. Yes. We literally, on the way back, you went, oh, no, that's new. That just happened. You looked over, and the railroad crossing thing for the train tracks that we passed was completely <laughs> obliterated. And just laying on its side, I don't know how many feet away from its original placing. We were gone for like half an hour. Yes. Yeah. 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 We are awful drivers. Terrible, myself included, admittedly. Oh. Yeah. No, that was that was one of those things where it's like I and it's like unless we move to Ohio, we end up moving. I don't think I'm ever driving again. <laughs> Yeah, this is the part where I remind y'all in about an hour and a half we're gonna get in the car and drive back to the airport. Right back to Atlanta. Let's go. Uh, it's just like rolling the dice. You know, you got a one. In, you got a one in four chance. It's not gonna go well. Oh no! You rolled that one. Uh, but it's it's been a good time. I've I've really enjoyed having you guys here and, and, and hanging out. This yeah. has been an absolute breath of fresh air for us. <laughs> yes, it has. I mean, it was it was far too warm of fresh of fresh air, but it I, was fresh air. Excuse me, it is still forty one where we live right now. This is nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's too warm. Terrible. <laughs> um, um, let's see. It's a one degree difference from outside my house right now, and it was ah oh, five degrees hotter outside, <laughs> even though it was still a mild seventy. <laughs> You can't handle both the heat temperature-wise and spice. (laughs) 
To be fair, I also can't handle spice very well either, but I'm still gonna shoot my shots anyways. But it's it's been a good time. I appreciate y'all coming, and hopefully, maybe eventually, sometime, I'll have the opportunity to to travel myself. Yeah, and you can you can show me all the things that the mitten has to offer. Oh yeah, it's mostly restaurants as well. Not gonna lie, that's mostly what we like. That's yeah. Valley, <laughs> yeah. you are not unselling me on this concept. I'm just telling you. Oh shoot, I never got a chance to ask you, and we can cut this out if we need to. But so Michigan, wherever you drive and if you listen to the radio, we have so many commercials advertising to other Michiganders about how great Michigan mm. is and to stay in Michigan, to vacation in Michigan. Do you guys in Georgia have something like that where like you're having an advertisement of like how great Georgia is? Stay in Georgia, especially since you guys always have like people coming in and out um we have a little bit of that um is it not as pretty as michigan <laughs> i don't know you can't You're see like, you don't you, come you, here for I'm the saying, science but come here for the food <laughs> yeah. i was saying you can't can you how can you see what michigan looks like half the year it's just snow um no but what i've always found weird and we had this conversation today in that you know where we are is the, the primary sports ball thing people are into is college football. Um, like when we're watching college football here, at least where I live, they will put advertisements advertising the schools whose game you're watching. Like, why are you advertising to me? I'm already sold. Like, oh, you that's, have, the, that's why we're here. Yes, that's why <laughs> yeah. I'm already right here. You don't have to tell me how great this is. I've already bought in. Um, Apparently tailgates are an entire third, like, universe, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just like, a whole it's other like we world. Talked about, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And we, when you have a game day weekend, it is like having uh, a festival, a three-day-long festival that starts on Friday and ends on Sunday, where thousands and thousands of people come in, not even all of which are, happen to be going to the game. Some people are just here for the party. And traffic is all fucked up, and the locals pretty much bunker down and, and don't go out if they can help it. And then after it's over, everything gets back to normal for until the next one. I was just laughing because I was like, oh, every foot, like, you don't like doomsday prepping stuff because every weekend of football season, of college football season, you guys are just doomsday prepping. Yes. For- <laughs> yes. Pretty much that, yeah. When we Hunker were down, Cheryl. The, the damn Yankees are coming back. <laughs> when we were scheduling when we were coming down, you were like, you should come this weekend because there is no football yes, around. Yes, it, it was an away game. So, <laughs> yeah. so this is the, this weekend there will be a, a, a certain percentage of the population will be traveling to said destination where the, where the team is playing, and there won't be the influx of, a, of over 100,000 people to town that would normally come in on a game day weekend. So we can actually get out and move and do things. <laughs> I did. I'm curious on the the tailgating party. Yes. Is it a is it food truck heaven? Do the because I did no. see a food truck on the way drive around. We do have food trucks. Okay, um, we do have food trucks, but it's tailgating is more about bringing your own food. Oh, okay. and you or people will have like like you can have some people have their um, their RVs, and so they'll be preparing. Like, mom will be in the RV preparing certain things. Dad will be outside with the grill, grilling. 
But then there are people who don't go that far. Maybe they're more local. Well, they will come in with their pickup where they have a grill built onto a trailer hitch attached to the back of their of their truck. So everyone's parking like absolute assholes. Well, that's the thing. Is you can't. It's not like back in the day where you would all park in a big parking lot. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the stadium here is built. You know, we drove by. It's built yeah. into the heart of downtown. There's no big parking lots around it. And so they shut down pretty much all the streets around it for pedestrian traffic. So there are lots that have been purpose and special built where you buy a parking spot that you pay for just to tailgate in for those six or seven Saturdays a year. And that's it. It's just a whole parking lot of people tailgating. So if, unless like people are nice enough not to take up a spot that has been paid for by somebody else... How do you deal with towing that car out? <laughs> it's like, hey, you need to move. And they're like, no, I'm here first. <laughs> they're privately owned. So if you park in a spot that's not yours, then they call whoever administers that lot, and they come over with a tow truck, and they pull your ass away. Oh, they can, like, actually squeeze in, in there yeah, and pull it's, it out. Yeah, because okay. it's, it's privately owned, and you, you are just paying this person essentially to rent this lot for the year. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Because we are insane. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, as, as I described, your college football fandom, and particularly in the South, is cult. <laughs> it's, it's part cult, it's part religion, and it's a little bit sports, but most of it is religion and cult-like, yes. Ugh. We are over, way over time. Way over time. Yeah. Um, it's by like 10 minutes. You don't have to edit these. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Again, that's Maestro's problem. Mm, not necessary. No. Who knows? <laughs> um... Any final thoughts before I push the button? Uh, not really. It's just been a fun weekend, and Bobo is going to be sad and miserable when we don't come back. Yes, he is. <laughs> and I will reap the wrath. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything else. All right. This has been the Yoxa Unplugged. Goodbye, everybody. Witness me. Witness me.